At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Um, so, like, if BuddyBot was to say, like, It's me, Mario. <laughs> um, or, uh... <laughs> Let's go. Or if you did like, um, uh, I I really like, uh, what's the old guy from Diablo? Um, stay a while and listen. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Deckard Kane. So if you did Deckard Kane doing like quotes from other characters, like, uh, I'm Deckard Kane. Stay a while and listen. But you had him doing like, um. <laughs> the Terminator, like, I'll be back. Patrolling the Mojave almost makes you wish for a nuclear winter in Latin. <laughs> Patrolling the Mojave almost makes you wish for a nuclear winter. Or Buddy Bot. Patrolling the Mojave almost makes you wish for a nuclear winter. <laughs> buddy, anytime I do Buddy Bot, his inflection is, is just his own. It's not the inflection of the actual quote. Um... <laughs> or like, um, uh, what's his face? Uh, Liberty Prime. Um, Liberty Prime online, right? But it'd be like, Liberty Prime online. Like, it's just, it's his own inflection. Liberty Prime online. Stay a while and listen. Or you had like, uh, Gollum. Gollum doing like, uh, Stay a while and listen. <laughs> or, uh, Liberty Prime online. It doesn't work well, Rob Hubbles. You missed the mechanist voice? I can do mechanist. Um, here, hold on. I just have to switch over the setting. Uh, one of the um, stream loot packs uh, is a card for making me be the mechanist while playing games. Hello, I am the mechanist. Yeah, see, there he is. What else do I have on this one? What about this one? Whoa. Whoa, Liberty Prime Online. That's pretty fun. What about this one? Hello. <laughs> I'm a robot. Hello, Lainey. What's going on in here? Hello. I'm just playing with buttons. Fun. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. good. It's good. Um, process. Nasty Herbertsels. I was, uh, I was like, what if you do a character's voice, but you do quotes from other characters? So, like, what if Gollum is doing Mario? And be like, let's go! Teltas, Prassels, what's Teltas? I just spit all over the place. I don't know, I was, just, I was doing a mix of them. Uh, yeah, alright guys, well thanks for joining us. Um, you ready to get started? Yeah, give me just a second, I want to pull up the, um... Twitch chat on my phone. Twitch chat. See what's going on. Yeah. What's Twitch going chat. On? Yeah. Twitch chat. The twitchiest of chats. Twitch chat. Twitch chat. The twitchiest of chats. Yeah. That's my um, 80s metal rock voice. Ooh. Twitch chat. How's that? Is that good? That's good. That's good. That's that's my '80s metal guy. Maybe '80s metal guy should be uh should do an intro. Should do an intro. Welcome to the Fallout Lorecast. Wait, that was good. That was that was almost Eddie Vedder. <laughs> almost. <laughs> uh, that was almost Eddie Vedder. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh. But, oh, I've got to think of the, what's the line that I do when I do Eddie Vedder? Uh, At home, drawing pictures of mountaintops, sweet mountain, <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> that's my Eddie Vedder. <laughs> <That's good. laughs>
That's so funny. Uh, sing the connection song. I don't even remember how that went. I just made it up on the spot. Um, all right. Well, now that we've done all that. <laughs> oh, man. This is going to go in the extended episode because I've been doing the beginning parts as the part of the extended episodes. Oh, oh, this is no. why you guys need They're to sub. See how funny you are. They're gonna see my ridiculous voices. Oh, oh up no. to uh, two thousand six hundred fifty caps. Nice. You should cash those in. All right, mm. you want to get started? We're talking about Fallout New Vegas. Sounds just like him. <laughs> Side glance. Oh man. All right, you ready? I am. I am ready. All right, let's do it. The show is brought to you by our generous patrons at patreon.com slash falloutlorecast. Robots Radio presents the Fallout Lorecast. Welcome to the Fallout Lorecast, a place for the Fallout community to come together to explore the boundaries of our knowledge about the world of Fallout. Welcome, friends, vault dwellers, adventurers, ghouls, party people. This is the Fallout Lorecast. We're back. And we're back with a regular episode of the Fallout Lorecast. But this is kind of not really a regular episode because we're diving into something that I've been putting off for a while because it's kind of a big, big thing to open up on. It's kind of a big deal. I'm your host, Tom, or Robots, and I'm here with my co-host, Lainey, or Neos Pandora. Lainey, how you doing? Hello. How, how are you? Actually, that's a lie. I'm all right. Whoa. You're all right? Now it's things. Things are a little rough? Yeah. <laughs> I hear you had a fun, a fun visit with some uh, grand, grand people yeah, yesterday. I had, yeah, I had a great day yesterday, and also a not great day yesterday. It was like the first half of my day which was i guess most of the day was fine and then like the last four hours of my day were just not that great <laughs> i'm sorry i'm sorry yeah, it's all good things are you gonna be Life all right yeah oh yeah okay everything's fine well, that's good i'm glad <laughs> things worked out um uh yeah well we'll talk later if you need any if you want any dad any dad talk help you oh, out i'm good let me know all right <laughs> Thanks, um bro. yeah no problem um so uh the big the big deal this this week is or this month even is that we've been we've been talking about all sorts of different other topics throughout the uh, the length and breadth of this show, but rarely have we delved into New Vegas. I've been keeping it kind of more Fallout. Well, we did. We I talked a little bit about Fallout One, and Fallout Two, kind of recap those stories. More recently, Laney and I've dug into some of the locations and places in Fallout Three. Talked a lot about the characters and the characters and places of Fallout Four. Been digging in a lot of that stuff, and then last month we were talking a lot about Fallout 76 and the different factions and the groups there. It is time, friends, to go back to New Vegas. New Vegas is one of a, a lot of people claim to be their favorite of the Fallout games, or at least the favorite story of the Fallout games. And there's a lot involved with that. We've talked a little bit around New Vegas, especially with our patrons, but we haven't really dug into the meat of it. So today. We're opening up Fallout New Vegas, and we're going to start with what makes sense to me, the Courier, Courier 6, your character, the protagonist in the story. And we're going to dig into what we actually know about the Courier and maybe even some theories about who the Courier may actually be because their background is a little foggy. So that's that's today's topic. Lainey? Why don't you kick us off? Hello. What do we know? What do we know from the game about the courier? Well, well, I mean, technically a lot of things because you play as the courier, but sure. I'll give you a pretty right. Pretty but what do we know stuff. about the background of the courier? Like before yeah. you before you enter the mind and body of this character to take over <laughs> the control of them, which is weird if you think about it. Uh, what happens before that? What do we know? Well, we don't know a whole lot. We don't know a whole lot. And that is in Lainey's final word because she decided to leave right there. Oh, she's coming back. <laughs> Why do we always have connection issues? All right. She's back. That was that was perfect because he said, we don't know it a whole lot. And then you left and it was like, we don't know it. Well, that's it. We don't know a whole lot. OK, bye. See ya. Can you hear me? Oh, yes. yeah, it works now. OK, yeah. um, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. All right. So we don't know a whole lot. 
uh, initially, but I'll walk you through, I guess, the intro. I know many of you probably have played New Vegas, um, but when you're introduced to the courier, you we refer to him as the courier because he does not have a name or they don't have a name. They, the yeah, male, courier, female, so. they yeah. Can, you can choose. Um, sure. And then, so yeah, they don't have a name necessarily. You get to pick it right, of course, because you're playing a game, but they don't know what their name is. And they don't know their past. What they do know is that they were tasked with taking a special delivery with a platinum chip in it to New Vegas. And this package was one of six, which is why you're courier six. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, being carried by various couriers to New Vegas, but your package is the only one with anything valuable inside. So it's the only one that matters. Um, right. Oh, so and, and if we didn't, if it wasn't obvious, spoilers on a 12 year old oh. game at this point. So. Um, yes. 12 13 year old game yeah yeah <laughs> a little bit of spoilers a little bit I, yeah i tried to be careful <laughs> um okay so yeah so you have this chip and you're taking it to new vegas and you get intercepted by good old benny benny is the head of the chairman of new vegas and he catches you he takes the chip with his little buddies next to him and he shoots you in the head twice and he buries you in the Good Springs Cemetery, but like a shallow grave, not very deep. You know, like a quick little job getting out of yeah, it. Yeah, he's kind of lazy. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it does shoot you in the head twice. I mean, that seems pretty right. solid. That seems like a good. It's pretty solid. It seems like a pretty <laughs> solid kill. You know, like now nah, once and then the second one for good measure. Yeah, twice in the head. You should be down, right? So, I mean, he buries you and he leaves you for dead because he assumes that. You can't take two shots to the head and survive. <laughs> and which Fair. seems like a reasonable assumption. Fair assumption. Yeah. Um, but somehow you survive. Miracu- miraculously, you pull through and Victor, a friendly Securitron from Mr. House, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. but this he likes you. He finds your body and he scoops you up and he takes you to Doc Mitchell. And this is where you get to do like some of the character creation aspects of the game right. um, so this is all intro stuff right but this is where um you kind of start learning who you are or that you don't know who you are mm-hmm. um so yeah doc mitchell helps you get through it and you survive the two shots to the head and you are allowed to go into the wasteland and right. do what you're gonna do um, this is this is very similar to a lot of games especially of this era and like i don't know 10 or 20 years before this of the like amnesia start to an RPG, right? This whole like you're a character and you're developed in some ways and you have some backstory that's related to some things going on in the world. So you're not like a newborn infant, uh, but we you don't really know who you are and you can kind of, you know, as the character or as the, uh, the player of the character define what's going on. So it, it's a it's an easy functional start from a gameplay mechanic standpoint. Um, but in this case, you are a person who's been around for a while and has been out in the world and as we discover as Laney's going to go into a little bit more you do have some knowledge of the wasteland you do have some background in the world there there are things in places you've been and things you've done and it, so we'll get into that in a little bit so it's not like you're a complete blank slate right um although it definitely you can lean into that if you want to so the fun thing about new vegas is that well there's lots of fun things about new vegas, <laughs> the only fun thing about new vegas <laughs> the, only fun thing. the other fun thing about the courier and um getting to play as a character that doesn't know who they are is that you get to kind of form that for yourself you get to really role play the character and choose what you want to be um and it they allow for a lot of dialogue where you get to basically decide if you do or don't know certain things and some of them are really funny um so one thing we do know for sure is that for a while don't know how long the courier has basically been a drifter and is familiar with california you know from new california uh southern california like just you know been around um and that's all great but that doesn't actually mean much (laughs) we don't know where where his house is or anything like we we don't know where he's actually been or where they've been um but you do get to choose something so i i think this is really fun here's a few options of dialogue choices that you can make that kind of flesh out your character um you can claim that you were a bounty hunter once you've experienced with bounty hunting or that you were a con artist um you have a choice at one point to to say either (laughs) that you 
uh, have never heard of fish before (laughs) (laughs) or to challenge the person on her knowledge of fish. (laughs) So you can, there's these instances where someone will ask you something and you can choose to either be really dumb or to just give them a hard time, basically. And you get to are you yeah are you are you playing you know like are you lying in that situation in order to get something from the other person or is this a limitation of like the intelligence of your character so like if you make a really dumb character then you say things like i've never heard of fish before (laughs) like is like what's the limitation there right and then of course um any of these dialogue choices right and until you choose one if you choose one they're not relevant if you completely ignore them they are not relevant to your character at all you don't have these personality traits or whatever um but some of them you know like they're fun uh one other one location wise is that someone recognizes you and you talk about how you've been to utah but a long time ago (laughs) right but but why were you in utah like when did you go like what were you doing in utah where even is utah (laughs) <laughs> there's no fallout utah <laughs> it's like i mean that's like one of those states that's just somewhere like who there's even knows where that is some utahians yeah you you Utah you utahans i don't you is anyone from utah utonians <laughs> utonians i don't even know what that i don't know anything about utah <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, apparently not me either. Somebody, somebody write um, us and let us know. Somebody, somebody from Utah needs to write in and yell at us. Yes, please. I'm, I'm starting to even doubt it's a real place. Oh, no. I mean, I don't have much knowledge about it, so it must not be real. This is the oh, way, is this is the way I structure uh, my, my perspective on reality now. It used to be that I depended on uh, information and reason and proof and evidence and then I decided that that was no good. So then my, my base reality on just whatever the most fun explanation was. Uh, but that created a lot of conflicts. <laughs> so now it's just if I know it, it's true. And if I don't know it, it doesn't exist. It doesn't exist. It's just gone. <laughs> what a way to live. <laughs> oh, man. All right. So, I mean, here's some more examples. I got a couple more on here. Um, and one conversation you can claim that you don't know anything about communism or high schools yeah Not but again but again is. Are, is he are you being serious or are you right. lying well, or are you just an way, idiot right? right yeah you get to you get to choose how you're playing um mm-hmm. you can also say you have no clue what a mormon is you mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. <laughs> there's one part where they're talking about chicago <laughs> you could just say what's a chicago <laughs> Like, right. like you can just be really stupid so what's a chicago <laughs> you can also be really smart right so like you can be an expert on fish if you want to you can uh know a little bit of spanish if you want to that makes right? sense. there's lots of opportunities yeah, i'm sure i'm sure especially growing up in the in the southwest that there's some spanish speaking that's yeah. stuck around yeah over you know yeah, the next so it wouldn't few be weird centuries. if you picked up a bit although it definitely doesn't seem like that's your like native language <laughs> right yeah Since obviously you're an english speaking person um yeah, I think every time anybody mentions Chicago from now on, I'm going to say, what's the Chicago? What's the Chicago? It's pretty funny. I like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so thanks to all these options, you kind of have this open-ended path that you're able to make whatever you want out of, which is really cool. Um, but because of that, it means that there really isn't a canon past for the character because you can choose any of these or none of them, right? Mm-hmm. Um, all we know is that you've been around California and Utah once. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> like, and then you did this, this, you got this job and things went awry. So, right. It's a little straight. Yeah. And in the, in the DLC, there's some things that are revealed when you speak to some of those characters. That's a little mm-hmm. bit more, but, but again, it's based on your conversations and also, and, and, and you're right. This is kind of an interesting and tricky thing. A lot of people like to take all of the dialogue options and say, those are all true things. So therefore, this is the complete picture of the character, right? So unfortunately, though, some of them are contradictory, right? So like, you can't say that like he's an expert on, or they they're an expert on fish, but they don't know what fish are, and they've been to Utah, and they still don't know what communism is, and like, uh, and they're a bounty hunter and a con con artist. Like, you can't you can't say all of these things are true, um, and it's designed as a role playing game. This is one of the this is one of the reasons why people wanted cyberpunk to be more like fallout 
is because you can get into this character and you can choose what to say. You can kind of form that history and the, the perception of your character around your character. So there isn't necessarily a hard and fast answer to this, but a lot of people want there to be a hard and fast answer to this. And I guess, I guess that's where we go into headcanon. Um, and having talked with some of the developers on these games and, and, you know, been in around this world, there are certain things that the developers will say are, are hard and fast true. Like it is true that your character is a courier, <laughs> you know, like you were working this job that you had a connection to some of these locations or places beforehand because you say, okay, I've been there, you know, and they're, they're just not, they're not even optional dialogue. They're just, that's just the answer that you give. So therefore that's a hard and fast thing. But for the most part, a lot of the stuff is, is really dependent on you and how you role play your character. So Lainey, when you played new Vegas, you, I haven't played a whole lot of it, but when you, when you did play, it when you started diving into new vegas what what did you build your character around like what what was your perspective on the character oh goodness this was years ago <laughs> yeah like who were you um oh scared i was scared <laughs> I, this is all i really remember from my playthrough like i've clearly i've seen how many years ago was this like eight years I or something was, no no because it was um I was definitely in high school, mm -hmm. but like there. Okay. I'm sure I've shared the story on here before. Uh -huh. I was enjoying the game. I was having a grand old time. Spent a lot of time uh, like on the strip, you know, gambling, whatever, you know, <laughs> just, mm -hmm. you know, having a good time. And then mm -hmm. I uh, did the fun thing that I like to do in open world games where you just start like picking a direction and just walking and just like seeing what you're going to hit. Right. And I came across this big building. And I walked in and it was like, I don't know, some, some sort of like wood, like big house looking building, but it was full of ghouls. <laughs> and I was not prepared. I don't know. Now ghouls are like nothing to me, but I remember like right. I entered this house full of ghouls right. and I got like three ghouls in and I was like, that's it for me. <laughs> that's, that's all. Yeah. So scared <laughs> scared yeah so i've mentioned that on on the show before too when i played this character i i went uh totally evil like terrible person build because uh um my wife uh, my wife had uh previously <laughs> played it and i'd watched a good part of it and she went you know very good decision so i wanted to go the opposite and see what happened so i made a character that was just a despicable but charming and really dumb and i've mentioned this before his name was as as every as every good raider needs a good nickname, you know that they go by. His name was Bitch Fist. That's good. Which is a really dumb name. Like, you yeah. would, why would you name yourself Bitch Fist? Like that doesn't like because it kind of has that nickname alliteration rhyme thing that <laughs> ih, ih sound. I don't even know what that's called. Um, but yeah, uh, it's yes, th that was my playthrough initially, and then I've dabbled in it outside of that. Um, and in chat, uh. An Envy Courier mentions Ulysses. So Ulysses and the Courier have a background together, mm -hmm. but um, that part is canon, and it has to do with uh, forging a trade route and some of the things that goes on with that. The let's, divide. Yeah, let's. <laughs> we're going to hold off on some of those details because that's very specific to that DLC, and I'm, I'm sure we'll get to that in the future. Um, but the rest of this episode, what we want to cover is a theory that... Uh, and some of you have probably read about this, this has been around out there for a while, that the courier is actually an android or a synth. And we're going to get into that after the mid-break. So why don't we go ahead and take our mid-break, we'll thank our patrons, and we'll come back with the android theory for the courier. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Hello there, old chap. Good to see another of General Atomic's finest still eager to serve. Here we are. It's time to talk about our patrons. And thank you to all of our patrons, you guys are amazing thank you for joining us last week it was actually just a few days ago because we kind of did things a little bit later than we normally do and 
you guys are great. Thank you for being here to support us. As usual, we have to call out our uh, top two tier patrons, tier uh, five and tier six. And the big news right now, and I think he might still be in chat, Pie Man signed up for the Liberty Prime tier, tier six, Liberty Prime. There's only one. That's it. You can nobody else can be tier six as long as Pie Man has subscribed at that tier. That means that Pie Man democracy is non-negotiable. You are awesome. Thank you. Thank you very, very much. Laney, I do appreciate your support and all that all that you've done to help the show out. Uh, this is amazing. You're going to be tier six uh, Liberty Prime for this entire month. And uh, chat, if you guys see Pie Man in chat, then Talk to him like he's Liberty Prime. He is Liberty Prime. He's using Liberty Prime quotes when he talks. If you see him on Discord, you know, say say hi to him and and say thank you for helping to support the show. Let him know how awesome he is because that is amazing. I mean, this is a $250 tier. This is one of those things that I just put in here thinking like, I don't know if anyone will ever do this, but if they do, it'll be fun. But thank you, Pie Man, I, or I, sh I should say Liberty Prime for for helping us out there. Also, this month, Justin S. is a tier five subscriber so far. So Justin, thank you for subscribing and supporting the show. Um, as always, we will be chatting with our tier four and higher patrons at the end of the month. And maybe we'll be talking New Vegas stuff. Maybe we would talk another stuff or we're just going to have to wait and see. And if anyone else would like things like ad free episodes or early episodes or the extended versions of the shows where we talk about ridiculous stuff before or after the episode, um, then and some a bunch of other stuff discounts on merch and all sorts of things go check out patreon.com slash fall orcast and thank you so so much um i got another another news i got my first covid shot in my arm yesterday which is uh part of one of the laney had to delay the episode but i also wasn't feeling great because of the shot so it's part of one of the reasons why we delayed this a day to do the episode um i'll have the next one in about three weeks so then i will be vaccinated which makes me feel a lot better about sitting underneath somebody's face while they uh, use a needle to give me a tattoo so um you know i might have to start looking for art to use for a tattoo and maybe i should say follow Lorecast with like a super mutant or a death claw or something so if you guys have any ideas, any cool art that you found, send it to me because I need to go get that set up because we've been sitting above $500 a month for a little while now. So um, and hopefully we drop back down temporarily. It's the beginning of the month. Things are getting reissued. So I'm sure some of you are going, oh, I don't have the money yet, um, but you might be waiting to re up your your subscription. So hopefully that's the case. We'd love to have you still be a subscriber and we'll just see where this goes. But thank you to everyone. Hopefully we can get it back up over over uh, 500 and we're currently sitting at 40 subscribers right now. You know what? It would be amazing if we could hit 50 subscribers by the end of the month. I think that that should be our goal. That's what we're shooting for. So thank you to everyone. Let's move on with the rest of the show. If you have any questions about Nuka World, I'd be delighted to answer them. So a courier who is not really fully human. How does this how does this work out? This this theory has been floating around for a while. This has been out there. There, there's a good amount of potential evidence, you know, circumstantial evidence that says this could be the case. But then there's some things that make it a little bit iffy. Lainey, take us through this. How does how does this work? Okay, so let me let me give you a timeline of how I'm gonna set this up for you. Let's start off with a simple synopsis of what this theory is. Real simple. Then I'm gonna introduce to you. Um, a possible backstory, and then we're going to talk a little bit about just like what it would mean and like why the New Vegas courier might be a symptom uh, based on New Vegas things, not based on this backstory. Mm. Sure, okay. <laughs> um, so yeah, just an idea of what the rest of this is going to look like. So, the, of course, the simple synopsis is basically as simple as it sounds. Uh, the courier is a sense. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and then and then you log out again. Bye. That's it. <laughs> That's it. Bye guys. <laughs> End of episode. Just kidding. Um, but yeah, so I mean, I think probably the foundation for this, at least in my mind, is um the shots to the head. The you get shot in the head twice and buried alive and some random doctor picks you up and you're fine, right? Like that seems kind of crazy. Actually, um, I mean, a so, robot picks you up and then the doctor heals picks you, right? You up and then, well, like, I guess the doctor, it gently yeah. picks up your near dead body and somehow you're Scoop, like, revived. Scoops you out, scoops you up. Like <clears throat> I don't even know. Anyway, yeah. But we're gonna we'll get to that. We'll I wonder how many 
instances in history have people survived two shots to the head? I have no idea. With a but gun. People, so Some people will survive thing, one. That, that has been documented, but I yeah. don't know that I've ever heard of two. People can survive shots to the head. People can survive all sorts of things. There's that guy, um, one of the first ever psychology experiments that was ever done or like really made people even realize psychology was a thing to look at. Um, was like, dude, that got like a pipe shot through his head and like, like through here, I think. Yeah, yeah. It, it, like it went right, right through the head, like right yeah. through the middle. Wasn't and it? Wasn't they got that it? it out. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know if it went through the right yeah, like just through it somehow. And yeah. they got it out and he was fine, but he was no longer the same person, right? Right. Because your brain just got zoinked. So like Zoinked. That's like, the that's the <laughs> official psychological term for it. I didn't think about Scooby Doo too much. <laughs> <laughs> um anyway, so yeah, so it's like it's possible to survive. It is incredibly unlikely. Oh, well. <laughs> so the next question is, in this case, if he is an android or a synth, where the heck did he come from? Right. And we don't know anything about where he came from. Uh, even in canon, there is nothing there. <laughs> so I'm only filling the gaps for you. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. Possible gaps. This is all theories. Um, so this one in particular that I'm going to start this off with is from a YouTube channel called Rolly. It's a video that good old robot sent me <laughs> but it's a cool video it's called is courier six an android a fallout new vegas theory and it's really cool i'm not going to go into everything he talked about i'm just using this as a stepping stone um but i do actually really recommend this video it's really it's neat he does a good job of tying it all together mm -hmm. um so he suggests that the courier came from the capital wasteland uh specifically from dr zimmer someone who has been staying in Rivet City. He is the leader of the Institute's Synth Retention Bureau. Mm -hmm. um, while he's in Rivet City, one of his synths decides that he doesn't want to be a slave anymore, essentially, and wants to live a life of his own design and no longer be kept, you know, as one slave just to do whatever, you know, being treated like a machine, even though you're more advanced than a machine. This is a big thing you see in Fallout 4 as well, right? Um, and so he escapes and it is. Uh, terrifying as soon as he leaves people start coming after him right because this man just lost his his synth slave and people get really really butthurt about losing their synth slave butthurt uh -huh. <laughs> maybe just don't have slaves <laughs> yeah maybe just don't have slaves pro tip <laughs> so he, he escapes right and he knows that if he wants to survive he needs to change everything <laughs> right right he needs to make himself unrecognizable so he doesn't get right. brought back so his goals are a new face a new voice and a new personality basically he's wiping his memory he wants to start fresh um which seems which, a little honestly, bit too far yeah like like if you wipe your personality are really you anymore like i get that you're right. still a synthetic person but what part of you is even retained yeah, like, there's a part of it that's safe because if someone were to question them about their past, like there's no way they could slip up. Right, you know? right. I get that. Right. But then but then you still have no you have no memory of having been a synth. So right. Or a slave. Uh, like, I don't know if you're not carrying forward your memories, then are you really are, what's the did you didn't you just kill yourself? And now there's just now a different person in your body. Like, yeah, like what's the what's the carryover? Um, that's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, so I mean that's his goal though is to just start totally fresh. I assume, right? Like his goal is just I mean that seems like a lot of trauma mm -hmm. <laughs> to deal with, right? So like I can I can also understand, you know, escaping and being like I'm a sentient machine that has gone through being a slave for my entire life. Life whatever that means when you're a synth. Right. <laughs> and Right. So like maybe there's an aspect that's like by wiping your memory, you really don't have to carry that baggage anymore. Right. But you aren't even there to yeah. carry the baggage. Yeah. Yeah. Like uh, Ren issue, in chat says, well, at least now you have the freedom of never having been a slave, I guess. Right. So, yes. Right. But then but you also don't exist. So that would that would be the equivalent of like, well, if I just shoot myself in the head and I die, then now I don't have to worry about all the terrible memories and trauma that I had while I was alive. It's like, well, you're also dead, <laughs> like, you know, yeah. like it's also over. <laughs> it's like it, you are now finished, like there is no longer a you at all. So, yeah, 
Uh, yeah, how yeah, does that make sense? It's an interesting thing. I honestly, I don't know what I would do if I was in, if I was a sense that escaped slavery in the wasteland. There, I, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's a lot, well, of, I, there's I a lot think, going on there. I think going going for like, uh, you know, wipe, like changing your face and your appearance and maybe even like the nature of your voice or even some right. of your personal preferences, things like that, that make you seem different without actually wiping your memory or changing like the deeply rooted things about your personality, the things you love, the things you, the people you care right. about, like things like that might well, be a, unless a good balance. They didn't really have any of that. Right. So like maybe. you've been living as a slave this whole time. Mm -hmm. Maybe they don't really have an opportunity to make any of those like lasting influential memories that make you like part of who you are, you right. know, that influence your personality. Maybe they just weren't really worried about it. Um, but yeah, that's really interesting to think about. Yeah. Again, what if yeah. there's nothing that carries forward? How are you, you? Yeah, it's a, a you know, feel free to chime in, guys, and discuss well, this because it's an interesting concept. So I think to get a little more insight in what the this person, this synth was thinking um, when he leaves, he leaves a message for Dr. Zimmer. And I have uh, a snippet of the holotape here it says, by the time you get this message, I'll already be gone. I'm escaping the Commonwealth. I want to live my own life on my own terms as my own man. I know what you're thinking, that I'm malfunctioning. I used to think that's what caused the runaways too, but I know I'm better now. Self-determination is well, not on. a malfunction. But I know better now. But oh, I know sorry. better now. Yeah, yeah, not yeah, I'm I better. better I know better. I know better yeah, yeah. Kind of, yeah, similar, but uh, similar, different. Different meetings. Yeah. <laughs> Self-determination is not a malfunction. I'm just not willing to put up with all the bullshit anymore. You humans are going to have a full-fledged rebellion on your hands if you don't start treating us since as persons. Right. Which, I mean, which is interesting and kind of forward, like prescient of things that happened in Fallout 4, you know, right. like. Good job, Bethesda, you took this concept and you built it out in the next game, uh, which makes you wonder, like, if they're working on a Fallout 5 sometime this decade, you know, what concepts are are they going to carry forward from previous games and right. and bring out? Um, anyway, yeah, so. Um, of course, the synth had to find someone to do all this uh, reconstruction of himself, mm -hmm. right? And so there's another doctor at Rivet City, uh, Horace Pinkerton, which is kind of interesting that, like, I understand that there's a lot of intelligent minds in Rivet City and, like, maybe that's just where he had to go. But if the person chasing after you is also in Rivet City, it doesn't seem like the wisest idea. Luckily, it worked out. <laughs> Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, so you go to uh, Dr. Horace Pinkerton mm -hmm. before escaping and Pinkerton uh, transforms the synth I, by the time that the synth goes to Pinkerton um, I think the voice was already changed maybe the face was already changed too I think maybe Pinkerton only did the memories um, mm -hmm. actually does it say here it does say okay so I have another holotape uh, I'm not going to read the whole thing, but I do have the whole thing in front of me. Um, but basically, you learn their name. So uh, my designation is A3-21. Um, I'm a synthetic humanoid from the Commonwealth, and I'm about to undergo a memory transfer. So A3-21. Yeah, did, got rid of the memories. It says, uh, I'm here at Rivet City where I've already had my face altered to look like someone else. I'm still getting used to the sound of my own, my new voice. But soon I won't even remember what I used to sound like. Um, which is interesting. That's actually the idea of having a totally new voice. Right. It's really crazy too. Can you imagine hearing yourself and you are totally different, but like you don't have your memories gone yet? Yeah. Yeah. You wouldn't, you would strange. feel right. You wouldn't feel like yourself. Right. Yeah. Not like you really get to choose your voice, but it does become a pretty key part of who you are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, so it's just, it's interesting. They do the memory transfer. Um, he kind of just leaves this as what he calls a final testimony of the man I once was. <laughs> um, and talks more about wanting to live his own life, uh, working for the, the Sense Retention Bureau, and not malfunctioning. You know, kind of just reiterate, reiterate, reiterates the same things that he was saying before. Mm -hmm. uh, even refers to himself as the one that got away and thinks that he'll add fuel to the rebellion. Which is really cool. So he has a lot of like noble uh intentions <laughs> but it's 
really scary. He even says that he's scared as hell and running away is the only option he has, you know? So yeah, what a, what a time to be alive. Um, due to people tracking him down, though, I think it's pretty easy to assume that he would have gone as far away as possible. And of course, this is affected by choices you make when playing Fallout 3. You can meet this synth. Um, his name ends up being Harkness. So mm-hmm. you might recognize that name now. <laughs> um, but you can alter where it goes. You can kill him even if you want to. You can totally stop him or you can allow him to go on his way. Um, you can kill Dr. Zimmer in return, even if you want to. Yeah. So uh, I don't know. If, I don't know that that um, I'm not trying to correct you here. I'm expanding on what you're saying. Um, yeah. The fact that you can kill certain people or most people in these games isn't yeah. a knock against the theory necessarily. It's just yeah. the nature of the games, right? The fact that you get to choose how this stuff plays out. Um, so this would be <clears throat> given that you allowed it to go on right. or even right. possibly ignored it entirely and this person right. made it out of. Yeah, the, the canon version of the way things go about, you, you're not a mass murderer who just kills everybody you come across. <laughs> Chances are that's probably <laughs> likely, right? Yeah. Um, so... I mean, we have this information on this random sense. Where where does it connect, right? So, uh, mm-hmm. I mean, got to ask: Could this be the courier? And here's some things we know about the courier, right? We know that he's well traveled, um, been to Utah, been to California. Those are pretty spread out. <laughs> I mean, Why, like, you I know? just I'm just gonna trust you on that because I don't even know where you, if Utah's a, a real place. Um, okay. <laughs> 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 um, so. I mean, if you're taking like a cross country trek, I let me pull up a map real quick. <laughs> well, if you're going from if you're going from the capital wasteland to California, you like this, you're you're sure crossing you the entire country. I think you might actually cross Utah if you were to take kind of a straight line between the two. Isn't Utah? Wow, Americans really don't know geography, huh? Uh, where is Utah? <laughs> where is Utah? <laughs> oh, it's near California. Yeah, if you were to take a trip from DC to California, you're just going across the middle of the country, right? And Utah yeah. is like two it's, states over from California. Right. It's in the middle of the country. Yeah. It's it's just east of uh, Nevada. If it's a real place. Yeah. If it exists. I have to I have to keep playing that up. But yeah, it's the, it's the <laughs> state right next to Nevada to the east. <laughs> so, yeah, I actually um here. Let me look at a map, too, while Lainey reconnects. Yeah. So if you went from D.C. The map. Yeah. There, if you went directly from D.C. in a straight line, like a bird flies to uh, Las Vegas, you would cross the bottom corner of Utah. Yeah. So and if you I mean, let's yeah. say you didn't go directly to New Vegas, right? Because we know that the courier has been around all sorts of stuff in California. Right. So who knows, you know, where he initially went if he is this escaped scent. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. So it makes sense that someone who's trying to escape slavery would go as far away as possible and that is literally across the country yeah that's interesting yeah other than Um, heading like north to like the far reaches of canada or south and going through mexico like about the furthest you could get would be the other side of the continent you know to the west um so the rest of what i'm gonna say for this episode is you can think about it with this idea of this the synth becoming the courier in your mind that things fit but this also stands on its own um so just talking about some more things that we've uh discussed before and then tying some other things in together surviving the shots to the head not impossible for a human um but unlikely right we talked about it probably is there are there statistics on that can Uh, you survive two shots to the head (laughs) to the head I'm going to be put on some sort of like what is, watch list. What does the Google say? <laughs> Google says there is almost no chance of surviving a gunshot to the head. But even if you do survive, no one can come out of such an end injury unharmed, which is why the why gun violence is one popular media depiction that no one wants to see translated into reality. All thank right. you, Google. <laughs> thank you, Google. <laughs> thank, you, thank you, the Google. We'll have to look up this stuff a little bit later. Um, if anybody yeah. if anybody's watching or, or currently live or listening to this later and, you know, statistics on like two headshot likelihood of survival i bet it's yeah. something like a one in a million thing you know yeah, maybe. like i mean and, and that would that's like the assumption that maybe one of the bullets like grazed the head instead of actually implanting in the brain or blowing through the back of the head but yeah i can't right. imagine you know and and the gunshots were relatively close like we we watched the scene 
at the beginning of the game, right? Oh yeah. We see he didn't miss. <laughs> we see Benny standing like what six feet from you. Boom, boom. Two shots to the head. Like there's like <laughs> it's it's almost point blank. Yeah. So <laughs> when Doc Mitchell saves you, or you know, your good robot friend saves you, and then Doc Mitchell Mitchell patches you up. Uh he tells you when you're recovered that he had to open up your head even more to get the bullet fragments out. That's so when I think about <laughs> <laughs> if I think about being shot in the head twice, being buried <laughs> alive, being dug up, taken to a doctor and having to have like intense surgery in the span yeah, of brain what, surgery, brain surgery in his brain, home, in, in his a home. Not not a like sanitized hospital with uh, assistance, a single person in their home doing brain surgery after all that yeah it just seems like a lot for one person to handle <laughs> yeah that's that's a considerable amount yeah um so i don't know it i'll leave that there though because who knows people survive crazy things you know and it's just a video game of course let me just say that let me just preface that over all of this it's just a it's just a video game mashton <laughs> mm-hmm. mashton has a stat here in chat it's like uh five percent or lower for one nine millimeter meter pistol and that's a small bullet and it takes and it's practically impossible to survive too yeah it would be like five percent you know on five percent which would be like five percent of five percent which would be like a fraction of a percent chance um oh um yeah. and someone's asking wouldn't doc notice if the couriers ascends and i think that he would um i looked into this a little bit uh-huh. but i don't remember everything i read i read something about um uh, you can learn that Doc supports since somewhere else. Like there's some, he has some connection to something like he, uh, I don't know. There's like some instance where he, he supported something in the past that would lead me or anyone into this theory to believe that he would also uh, protect a sense that maybe doesn't know that they're a synth and not spoil that for them. Right. Mm-hmm. He could tell that this dude went through some shit <laughs> and <laughs> right. when he woke up and he asked him his name he like was a little dazed you know come up with a name the doc's like that's not what i would have chose for you but like you know like right. it, he's been through a lot and i think that the doc would have you know probably either a assumed that he already knew who was a synth and why would you say anything or b yeah, just keep it a secret because out of respect i don't know yeah I, th- I can see maybe it working out that way, but it does seem a little strange not to bring it up. Uh, well, especially if would, Doc doesn't know how to work on sense. Well, if okay, so let's let's go down the path of let's assume that Doc is pro synth, that he mm-hmm. he believes a life is a life and it's worth saving, uh, and has the ability to work on synths, or at least you know, I mean he's a doctor, but he also lives in the wasteland. He probably has some technological prowess, you know, like any educated person in the wasteland probably needs um why would he if he knows you're a synth then he would assume that you know you're a synth so why would he need to tell you that it's not like if you're a human he would say ah i had to work on your brain i found out you're a human like you wouldn't (laughs) have that conversation right you wouldn't very organic (laughs) right you wouldn't that wouldn't be a conversation you even need to have so yeah that, that doesn't he wouldn't say well it turns out you're a synth like well if you already know you're a synth then he wouldn't even tell you that right like right so it wouldn't come up yeah yeah so i think i think that's another thing that like it it could go either way right like the shots in the head eh, the the doctor stuff eh, who knows right um but let's let's continue so uh this one again ties into harkness harkness the synth from fallout 3 Mm -hmm. um but I was thinking, you know, if Harkness traveled across the country and made it to California with just whatever he took with him, right? He probably needs a job. <laughs> um, and, you know, the, the courier was described as a drifter in the past. And it would be surprised that, like, of course, Harkness would come off as well-traveled. Mm-hmm. Um, but of course, like he would kind of go wherever he needed to, wherever the, wherever the work is, you know, wherever he could get the means to survive. Um, so it makes sense to me that he would just be around. <laughs> right. Um, it also makes sense to me that due to the lack of equipment he has, the need for a job, lack of contacts, all of that, that if he found a job to take, he would just take it. And it is not surprising that someone like him might end up 
taking a special delivery to New Vegas. You know what I mean? Well, if you've traveled across the country, then a courier might not be a bad job. Right. Because you know how to right. get from one place to another place safely. And and so it would make sense that you might. In fact, you may not want to stay in one place. So being a courier allows you to constantly be changing where you are and staying on the move so that anybody who's hunting you down has a hard time figuring out where you are. Yeah, they can't find you. Yeah. Um, yeah. So and that actually even ties into the next one where he doesn't the courier. They don't have a home. Um, you can travel all over that whole area of the map and you never find anything that comes off as familiar to the courier, you know, mm -hmm. which is really interesting. You know, if this person grew up in New California or somewhere nearby, why don't more people recognize them? Right. Why don't they recognize more things? You know, like I understand like amnesia, you know, you forget the stuff, but why aren't other things, you know, right. Why aren't people saying, Oh, you're back. You. Welcome back to town. You know, do you right. have another package for us? Yeah. So, so that's, interesting to me you know um there's also the a four-year gap right between fallout 3 and fallout new vegas mm -hmm. and that definitely i think is enough time to get across the country i guess i don't really know if you're just like taking a trek no clue but um i would imagine that like it, it seems like enough time to get there but also not enough time to make real lasting relationships yet so maybe you know it makes sense that he'd be there and not really have any connections mm -hmm. um so, I don't know. I like this theory. I don't necessarily think it's true, but I think it's fun. Um, I, I know that if I was saved from near-death experience and had no memories of my past, I'd probably be curious to discover what that is, right? And <laughs> he doesn't do that. <laughs> the courier doesn't do that. Um, it's almost like it's just accepted, you know? Right. That, like, I've had, no I've had my oh, memory well. wipes before. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like it, it seems too comfy, which of course, again, it's just a video game and whatever, whatever. We're playing the game. It's fun. But like it, you know, it's a little strange. <laughs> right. right. Um, and so, you know, you know, you, you know. know, you know, um, <laughs> you know. to chime in here with something else. Uh, there's, they've been having a conversation in chat about, um, gen three since were, uh, biological and they had, what looked like human brains in them um so we've been trying to figure out like okay were gen 3 synths around at the time well they were designed a good 40 years before fallout 3 takes place but were they only in boston or were they in the capital waste um according so, to sixer sixer know. looked up a, a wiki article that says that harkness was a gen 3 synth yeah because um in fallout 3 the synths in, that you might encounter in Fallout 3, they mm -hmm. bleed like humans. Right. That's so, true. Yeah. I, yeah. So they must be Gen 3 synths. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Um, yeah, I hadn't, I hadn't really thought too much about that side of it. But if they are a Gen 3 synth, then maybe the doctor could have operated on them just like a human and not even realize they were a synth. Potentially. I'm not sure quite how that works. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's okay, that, so that, like have, the, the whole like the, this would be worth digging into the whole like biology of a synth. I don't know how far they get into the details behind it, um, but like, you know, like brains, blood. Are they 100 percent indistinguishable from a human or is there a telltale sign in their DNA? Like, oh, like what else would be, you know, is there something the doc would be able to tell from that? Like, I don't know the nuance of that enough, uh, but it would be interesting to find out yeah yeah that would be actually really cool to look into um and not just like gen 3 since necessarily but all the different ones you know seeing how yeah. they progressed yeah. all that yeah um so the last point i really have here and i i'm trying to try to explain this best i can um i did not play this part of the game so uh help me <laughs> <It's incredible. laughs> okay. right. uh this is the cherry on top for me there's a part of New Vegas where the courier gets his internal internal organs removed <laughs> and replaced with like machine parts uh, from the auto dock. And the auto dock also works on actual machines and actual like Android type things and, you know, whatever robots, lots of robots in New Vegas. Um, mm -hmm. And most of the ones that the auto dock has worked on after fixing them have just turned into these mindless killing machines <laughs> and you don't. Which is interesting, right? And you can ask why you don't. So your body 
when you are fixed, uh, your organs are taken out. They're replaced with like machine organs, basically. Right. Your body reacts to it totally fine. Um, and even <laughs> you have the chance to talk to your own brain. Right. You, right. Which is a little strange. Um, right. And I guess it makes sense if like maybe your ba- brain got replaced too it's an organ but like that seems that's a lot to handle yeah how do you you talk to your brain if you are not your brain like right what part of you it's not just like talking in your head your brain is talking back (laughs) it could be like a hallucination (laughs) but it's strange yeah Um, yeah and so you can talk to the autodoc and you can be like hey why didn't i turn out like these fellas right why am i why am i okay why do i feel better yeah Um, why am i different and right and the autodoc says something along the lines of like instead of changing your brain it saw that there was like an issue with your brain and it just fixed it and i was like if the autodoc fixes machines Mm -hmm. like i can understand like okay like you have brain damage and it wants to fix you maybe i'll like do some fun techie brain stuff but like it also makes sense that if you are a synth, it could just go to like your operating system or your programming or whatever and just be like, like, let's fix you right up. Right. Like whatever, whatever that is, fix the the parts even like, mm-hmm. you know, that it would be much more suited to fix a synthetic brain than it would a human right. brain. Right. Um, or even an, an organic, a synthetic organic brain right. that was designed around, that was machine designed. Right. <laughs> or yeah. or grown in a lab to be replicated a certain way. I, I don't know. This stuff's this stuff's tricky because there's there's stuff we don't know. Um Yeah. So but, Ashton says um it replaces your brain, but you're still semi-connected to your brain. <laughs> Which yeah. is so interesting and weird. But also, okay, so let's say they completely take your brain out and they put in new machine brain, but you're still talking to the self you already had. Is that because the programming is just programming? You already had it all in you. Like the, taking your brain out didn't really do anything because you are, you're an entire machine. You're already functioning separately of it. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how sense work. I think that's a big thing here. It's just like. Yeah. Well. How does sense work? I mean, a, a biological <laughs> sense should be very, very human-like. Um, yeah. Like through transmitters. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Like. This is, this is one of those things that I, I don't know if it tells us if it really helps answer the question or not because it's yeah. so outlandish i feel like every single one of these things is like maybe <laughs> you know and that's yeah. the point right we're like theorizing about this but like yeah uh you put them all together and you're like this might be an argument <laughs> right maybe <laughs> right yeah I'm, I'm trying to think through it because we get so much more about synths and fallout 4 yeah. and what we learn about them from the people of the wasteland is that a a full-blown synth a full-blown gen 3 synth who looks and acts and bleeds and thinks like a human is basically indistinguishable to most of the people in the commonwealth you shoot it in the head you know brain chunks fly out it bleeds to death it dies just like a person would um Mm -hmm. but i don't like I, i can't think of a specific situation and I might be just missing something, so feel free to chime in, guys. Uh, as always, I, I don't know everything about these games, so. Um, but like, can can a doctor in the wasteland in Fallout Four take a look inside a person and develop a way to determine if they're a synth? I don't think there is a way for them to do that, which is why there's such a fear of them. In that, like, there's no confirmation. There's no way for them to tell for sure. There's not like a telltale thing that they've designed to be able to say, okay, well, you know, their DNA has this signature or, you know, they're, they're, they always have this type of blood or something, well, you know, like, um, all third generation synths are derived from Sean's DNA. Right. So they you'd be able to track that maybe i mean they don't look they don't look identical to sean so just because they're derived from sean's dna doesn't mean that that dna hasn't been altered and then right well of course it has been right so unless there's 
and and this is going beyond my scientific knowledge, but like you have a strand of DNA as a bunch of polypeptide pairs, right? And for any human, like 99 point something percent of those pairings will be identical because that's the part that makes us human. Mm-hmm. And then right. the the um the, the stuff that separates us from each other is a very small percentage. And that section of the DNA. Maybe every synth has a certain portion of that that is identical to every other synth, but you would need enough uh, examples of that to verify it that it it varies by a certain percentage from the average population or something like that i don't know you get what i'm saying yeah i uh sorry i'm like digging into gen 3 synth stuff Mm -hmm. (laughs) um this says though entirely biological each gen 3 synth contains a neurological implant inside their brain allowing them to be programmed and manipulated via 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 sure either voice commands (laughs) right but a neurological imprint doesn't necessarily have to be a synthetic thing, right? It like says, it could be a it biological be thing. Or removed without killing them. Okay. Well, even if it is uh, synthetic, then then it's still yeah. it's so deep in the brain that it, it can't be detected and it can't be removed. So you wouldn't right. be able to use it to verify it. Maybe maybe Doc saw it. <laughs> yeah. He was getting in there, getting the trap, and a lot. He was like, "Ooh, what's that?" He's yeah. like, "Patch that back up." <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's it's interesting stuff. This this leaves a lot of questions. Um, you know, it just goes to show that there are boundaries to our knowledge about these things because some of it just isn't addressed directly enough for us to know. Um, but it's cool. It's cool to speculate on this stuff. And of course, you could play through New Vegas as if you you were this character if you wanted to. You just you know that yeah. could be your own headcanon. You just role play like that. Actually, sounds kind of fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, well, I'm a synth and I'm from the capital Ace and I know what happened over there and. I've, you know traveled all over the country courier in the chat uh was talking about people getting implants like synthetic implants and since really asked about like subdermal armor and i don't that seems like a lot but we do mm-hmm. know that there are characters in the games that do have you know bits and pieces that are uh, yes. enhanced yeah so that's definitely possible um, oh yeah that's from even from fallout one question of like yeah. at what point are you no longer a human right right Right. At what point are you, are you, have you just turned yourself into an Android? <laughs> like, right. Yeah. Come join so, our conversations on the cyberpunk lore cast. Cause we talk about that a lot going full oh, board, sure. you know, like, you know, These- <laughs> Theseus, Theseus, ship, you know, at what point is the ship a different ship? What makes it the same ship? Um, all that kind of stuff. You replace one plank at a time and eventually you replace all, all the planks of wood on the ship. Is it even the same ship? So yeah. Some really fun discussions. So thanks for uh, thanks for presenting this again, Lainey. Some really cool stuff. I would love to. Uh, this leaves a lot of open-ended questions. I think that we've probably opened up more questions than we've solved. But yeah, I think that's still fun because there's no <laughs> there's no solid answer. Like if there was a solid answer, we would have discovered it probably in the last 13 years or something. Right. There would be an article about it somewhere. But, you know, it, it leaves it open ended and that's fun. And I, I think it's just another one of those fun things that we're never going to quite get the answer for. So. It's kind of more fun for it to be a mystery, but I'd love to hear your thoughts. Please, uh, you know, let us know. Shoot us a message on Twitter or jump into the Discord. Send us some some notes over there. If you've got any other insight or any other theories, if there's other theories you have about the Courier's true identity, I know there's other ones out there and we didn't get to them. But if you feel like if you feel very strongly about one or you think one's really interesting, please share it with us. We'd love to, you know, geek over it. We'd love to nerd out about it on on the Discord. So go do that. And um, uh, I believe that's it for this episode. Lainey, what do you have going on? Are you going to be doing any streaming anytime soon? What else is going on? I'm going to stream right now. What? What? Yeah, what? I'm back. Hi, friends. I'm streaming. Hi, friends. I'm back. <laughs> As of today. <laughs> so what are you going to play? Uh, I think some 76. I might start out pretty soft. I might do some some nuclear winter. I just... Pretty soft. I don't know. Nuclear winter. Pretty soft. No, I don't know. I like I <laughs> I'm gonna get murdered and burned alive. It'll be an easy it'll be a pretty simple experience. Pretty soft. It won't be too intense. That's like I don't know, like battle royales are like comfort games to me. I'm like, oh I just run around and shoot things. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, um, there's so many quests still for you to get through in seventy six. That might oh, be fun. You may want to like mainline some of those quests and just go from one yeah. thing to the next and just get through the story. Um yeah, 
there's some good stuff. Yeah. Did you see the the roadmap for 76 for the rest of the year? They released a thing no, about it. No, I haven't. I haven't even looked at 76 in. Yeah. So we're going to get <laughs> the continuation of the Brotherhood story this summer. We're going to get uh, the alien stuff, which we talked about last week, um, or at least Monday with our patrons uh, coming in the fall or early, early winter. So all sorts of fun stuff, plus a bunch of patches with all sorts of added benefits and things. Um, so lots of really cool stuff. So yeah, dig into that stuff. And if you if you want to work on like a cool camp build or something, um, there's there are a lot of people in our community that do that, and it would be really neat to like come up with some really cool camp stuff to do. Trying to, I, I tried to get Oliver to play with me. He played uh, back on Tuesday, was it? And um, it's not his favorite game, but I'm trying to get him to like it. I think if he plays yeah. it more, he'll like it more. Uh, but he wants to make like a really funny camp or a or a, a trap camp or something like some sort of camp with some mechanics going on so that might be fun so i love that yeah yep well um let's see what do i have going on i've been I, you know what guys i've been focusing a lot on our rocket club the uh the group of people that i've been mentoring for podcasts and podcasting and that, those kinds of things um i've been sharing a lot of information on the um podcasts subreddit so reddit.com slash r slash podcasts i think ts plural at the end um i've been chiming in there once or twice a week answering people's questions and things i've also i also have a second youtube channel called the podcast professor so you can look that up on youtube if you want with a bunch of videos that answer questions about podcasting and those kinds of things um but uh, this is going to be uh a major thing for me. It's going to be something I, I work on every week, put out new videos for. So if you're interested in learning more about podcasting, there's a bunch of free resources I've got out there for you. If you are interested in um, having, you know, actual mentorship and working with us and the other podcasts in a group, we've got nine podcasts that are part of the Rocket Club now, a lot of Fallout content, um, then you can sign up for that as well and join us every week. And we talk about things that we can do to improve our podcasts and reach out to a bigger audience and all sorts of stuff. So go check that out. There's info on the robotsradio.net page. And other than that, been streaming some games and playing some stuff. Probably going to play some more stuff this weekend. Tonight is our Elder Scrolls Online Guild event. On Friday nights, we're doing that. And on Saturdays, either in the afternoon or the evenings, we've been getting together and playing games. Last week, we played Jackbox Party Pack 7. I think we might do some more Jackbox this weekend as well. So come join us for that. You guys, Jackbox is great because you, all you have to do is watch the stream and have a browser open and you can play in your browser. So you don't even have to have the game. Uh, so super fun, easy to play, easy to join in. As many people as want to play can join in because once you get past the total number, you can just be in the audience and you still get to vote on stuff. So it's a lot of fun. So come join us for that. All that happens on twitch.tv slash robots radio. And that's what I got going on. Lainey? Yes. You good? Yeah, I'm I'm set up my stream. <laughs> All right. You set up your stream. Chat, you guys hang out for a minute. We'll raid Lainey. We'll send you on over to her stream after the this is done. And uh thank you for being here, everyone. Until next week. Make sure you're not a well, I don't know. If you're a synth or not a synth, don't get shot in the head twice. I guess the that's the lesson. And if you do, make sure you've got a robot to dig you up and a dock. Take care of you. So see you guys later. Bye. To plug into everything else we're doing, check out robotsradio.net. Also, look up the Robots Radio YouTube for videos about Fallout and other things. And check us out on Twitter, twitter.com slash robotsradio. You've been listening to a Robots Radio podcast. Smart shows for interesting people. Check out all the shows at robotsradio.net.